Welcome to Chess, episode 149. What? What? Welcome to Chess. Welcome to Chess. This is the Chess. This we is have, Loss. We have Rob here. We're playing chess remotely. Say, say, say hi. Are you going to say anything? Say hi. Hi, I'm Roberto. <laughs> Roberto. Thanks, thanks for the participation. Brittany's here as well, come trolling it up. Eh. Rob is first. I am first. The worst. So, do that. First at what, chess? Yes. Okay. I am moving. Uh, you already e- moved. E- <laughs> yeah, you've been absent from the podcast for, what, two or three episodes now? Why is that, Rob? Wait, was it two or three episodes? I think so. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Wait, hold on. What episode are we on? 49? 149. The last one you were on was Deadpool. That's right. Okay, yeah. So it has been a few. Yeah. So I moved places. I am in Seattle now, coming to you even more remotely than before, um, (laughs) because I have an internship uh, in Seattle. And not for Amazon, because apparently everybody hates Amazon here. Some random dude. Some random dude was like, y'all work for Amazon? And we're like, no. He's like... Amazon destroyed or effed up this city, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> sure, crazy man with your dog. Don't attack me, please. Like, My cousin go? lives in Seattle, and she's lived there like her whole life. And she said that, and the fact that they built a convention center on top of the freeway fucked up the city. It's almost like you shouldn't build a convention center in the middle of a major freeway. Hmm, sounds kind of similar to how they built a sta- a, a, a arena on the middle, like off the freeway in Las Vegas. No, but like, no, yeah, it's, it's literally on top of the freeway. Yeah, no, it's way worse here because mm-hmm. <laughs> there's just so many damn people here. Like my roommate's friend who uh, works for Amazon now full time said that every week they have 150 new interns coming in. For Holy shit! Yeah, because yeah. the burnout at Amazon is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you want to get into much of what you're doing, or just that it's like a software? I get into it. Uh, it's I have enough information that's very surface level. I think so. Um, I'm effectively also, working. Wait. Yo. Make your make your fucking move in chess. Oh, chess. I, oh, I, didn't, I didn't click. Sorry, um, <laughs> I, I, I had selected, but I just never clicked the the move part. Um, so effectively, my role is under partner technology. So I will be dealing with um, all of the technology that retail partners use. Um, but my specific project is going to be non-retail facing, um, but under retail operations. So anybody I think above area manager will be able to utilize this at, when it's eventually gets to that point. Um, but the team I'm working under is working on uh, completely redesigning the a, a dashboard for partners to use in a retail setting. So, you know, task management, uh, seeing onboarding tasks. This is all manager-facing initially. So onboarding tasks, um, uh, in first-day tasks, all that kind of high-level view of everything. And then it's going to be able to die, like, link any, any, any related resource from that task. So it's really early stages, though. It's like proof of concept, like technical side. So just what it will look like on a basic functionality. Uh, but that's basically where I'm at right now. It's only been the first week, so I'll, I'll have more information as time goes on. But that's cool. Very cool environment. How Seattle? It's I'm sure you're loving the weather because it's in the hundreds here already. <laughs> I, honestly, I, for, I, I forget about that until I went to CVS today to get some like ibuprofen. And uh, the guy at the register was from uh, Arizona, and we were just kind of discussing uh, it. He's like, he had just moved here too, and mm-hmm. he's like, "Yeah, it's it's great here because it's not a hundred like it is every day in Arizona." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm from Vegas, same thing. It's it's garbage right now. It's nice. Uh, it, it's kind of weird though because I, I use public transportation to get to and from work, 
so most time I have to deal with the weather because you know I'm inside. But mm-hmm. it's lovely outside today. It's I think thunderstorms in a couple hours, but mm-hmm. being in the fifties to seventies most of the time. I was about to ask how much has it rained since you've been there. Yeah, it actually like, sounds like home. It's rained quite a bit actually, more than it should apparently in the summer. But I'm sure you'll have more interesting Seattle tales as the. Mm-hmm stay goes on i'm gonna send you a lot of places you need to check out while you're there chess out please do because while there are nice places around us the food generally speaking is all overpriced variety would be nice glad you're having fun one thing you've been doing this week you started watching make your murderer i know you tweeted about that oh and you wanted God, to touch I on did. that you're right fuck have you watched making a murderer rob <sighs> that's the guy that comes goes gets put in jail for a crime he didn't commit or maybe committed, and then he comes out and, like, murders somebody. So He's accused of murdering okay. someone. Yeah. So, yeah. you didn't watch it, clearly. I think Madeline watched it. Because the show is a couple of years old at this point, so yeah. people have seen it. Yeah. I, I think she watched it, and I was, like, present for parts of it. Mm-hmm. So, this guy gets arrested for sexual assault, and he's in jail, prison, for 18 years. DNA evidence comes out that it wasn't him. Like, 100%, he didn't do it. But the police in this town, like, built a case against him. And then, like, two years after he's released, not even two years. It was within, like, months. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, within months, he gets arrested again for the murder of some women in this town. And, like, it's very much just showing that he really didn't do it. And the police planted evidence. Well, the reason why... The police were trying to get him in jail because he was suing them based on the fact that he was wrongly in jail for 18 years and he was probably going to win millions of dollars. And so to stop that, they're like, well, let's just pin this on him. So he's out of that suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. they settled for so much less than they were going for because he needed money to pay for lawyers for this now murder trial. Yeah. It's crazy. You're very upset every day when you talk about it. Yeah. Well, I went into it, like, trying to be objective, like, okay, like, this documentary is going to be very one-sided. I need to see all the evidence. But then you see they clearly planted evidence. It's black and white to me. Like, the biggest thing, I'll tell you as an example, like, they found blood in the missing woman's car, and it was a DNA match for this guy. But then... The lawyer went to the sheriff's department, found his old file from the first like sexual assault case, mm-hmm. and there was like a blood sample in it. The packaged like sealed box with a tube of his blood had been opened and resealed with tape, and then there was a puncture hole in the test tube. And like the lawyer contacted like LabCorp, and they're like, "Yeah, we don't do that." So someone like broke into this like sealed evidence file stole some of his blood and basically planted it so yeah so yeah i didn't i didn't follow that part of it mm-hmm. but did, didn't he didn't he eventually though later go on to commit a murder no no he's, he's in jail still in jail they like this okay. documentary okay. is about how they convicted him of this murder and how like it's fucked up and they're trying to get him out mm-hmm. okay then i'm thinking of a different one i'm thinking of a, a different show Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you're mad, Brittany, and it's. I'm good. so mad, because I wanted to be like objective about it and be like, maybe he did it, but like I don't see how he did it. Like it's just a bunch of no offense, but like stupid kind of white trash people 
that are too poor to understand what is happening to them. No mm-hmm. offense. But, like, they got severely taken advantage of. Yep. And, like, his nephew gets arrested and charged, too, because he's sort of mentally disabled, and they force a con- confession out of him that he participated in this murder. <laughs> and he, Amazing. like... It's really depressing. My heart I, I, breaks for this 16-year-old kid that was stuck in alone without parental consent being questioned by police. That is hugely illegal. I don't know how yeah. to get away with that. I and mean, among, his, among other things, it sounds like. Yeah. And then his appointed public defender allowed him to be questioned alone again. I mean, public defenders are, are, are Garbage. consistently overworked in, in the U.S. This guy like didn't give a shit about his client in any way. And then this learning disabled kid asked the judge for a new lawyer and he denied it. And like the, guy, the judge was like, why do you want a new lawyer? He's like, because I, cause I think he thinks I'm guilty. And he was like, no, sorry, dude. It's really depressing. Nah, dog, that ain't me. It's so sad. I recommend it. You wanna be if sad. you want to be sad. <laughs> Watch this. And angry. Sad. It's well done. Like it's a pretty good documentary. I watched it when it first came out. and Yeah, it's good. Uh, so there's my Britney rant about a show she should have watched a long time ago yeah, segment. Three-year-old show. Tune in next week when I talk about Seinfeld. <laughs> You've never seen I, Seinfeld before? No, I have. She's, she's oh, okay, I was like, kidding. Making, making uh, it's just a joke about how old it is. It's it's a oh, joke. Sometimes maybe. I make those. You make funnies. I bought a PS4 today. Hey. And so not next episode because next episode is a special episode. Uh, probably 151. I'll be going over God of War and Shadow of the Colossus. And Brittany actually got some games for it too, so maybe she'll, maybe play she'll play games. She'll maybe play a game that is new to her and talk about a game. We went to GameStop and I bought a PS3 game of a game I've already played. <laughs> Perfect. Because I lost my PS2 version of it. What game is it? Sly Cooper. The collection. Oh my god. That was my game. So, yeah, uh, I'm excited to play new games and talk about them. In the meantime, we saw a new movie this week, Upgrade. Brittany and I, it's basically Venom. That's the best way to think about this movie. The Reddit discussion thread, people were saying this shouldn't have been a better Venom, but it was. Yeah, because it's Tom Hardy lookalike with alien thing infusing with his body and making him good at fighting bad guys. Make him good at fighting things. Yeah. Yeah. Watching the trailer, I was like, I feel like I've already seen this trailer before. <laughs> Which is funny because Upgrade trailer came out before Venom trailer did. But no one uh, gave a shit about it. I know. Yeah, I didn't it, even hear about it. I saw it, I think, like right when it came out. I'm like, that looks kind of cool. And then forgot. Just yeah. didn't even think about it ever again. The Moist Meter put out a review, a review about it. If you're interested in seeing the movie, I would maybe not watch the moist meter because he praises it he overhypes it he definitely overhypes it so i worry that if you watch the moist meter and then you have really see... high expectations yeah. and then you see the movie and you're gonna be like it was okay because Brittany and i definitely went in with no expectations and we were pleasantly surprised i was honestly expecting it to be a dumb garbage action movie but then we were like oh it had cool shots and the fight scenes were pretty interesting and the score was fucking amazing so the shots were the best like so you know what it's about, like, right, Rob? Yeah, he gets, like, an implant or something in his yeah. neck to make and him so, like, walk. the way he moves is very robotic and mechanical. And, like, okay. the camera, like, follows him and tracks him as he moves. And, like, whatever way he's, like, 
tilted or his body is moving the camera moves that way too it looks really cool because it's it tries to make it seem like as inhuman as possible Mm -hmm. like there's a scene in the trailer i think one of the fight scenes like where he's on the ground and he moves up and the camera like flies up with him Mm -hmm. that's a pretty good example of how the camera work Mm -hmm. is throughout this movie and the fight scenes and he'll like lean back to avoid a punch and he's like standing straight up but then the camera tilts as he leans back it's really cool looking is that consistently throughout the movie or just certain fight scenes? During fight scenes. Every fight scene. Just Anytime, the fight scenes. like, Stem, the, the implant, takes over his body, yeah. the camera starts moving very robotic. And so we said, where the cam- where's the camera mounted? Like, where is the, the viewer seeing? Through him or at him? At, at him. him. So, like, is it, like, in, his front of, like in front of him? No, side view. Side view. Okay, I mean, it's, it's side view from behind. W- watch the trailer and you'll okay. see. Like, there are okay. shots in the trailer where you're like, oh, yeah, that's definitely, like, a very robotic move to it. it okay. It's probably, like, the best part of the movie to me. Yeah, the, the action The was... visuals, the action, like, they did such a good job with that. Okay, because um, uh, what I'm thinking is, uh, you guys seen Requiem for a Dream, right? I have not. You really... I saw the last scene. No, okay. I have not seen it. The last scene with the black dude in, in the party place? No, there's... Okay, there's, like... there's a particular... One of the last scenes is a very disturbing scene. Mm-hmm. But... What I can say is you should compare that uh, movie you saw, Upgrade, to one of the filming style, uh, cinematography techniques, Mm -hmm. cinematography techniques that he used where it was a very much like a a tool where he had the camera mounted on the guy's chest when like he's really hyper moments Mm -hmm. and a very weird look. When you started talking about this minute ago, I thought of that technique that he used. I don't, I forget who the cinematographer is, but um, that was something he relied heavily on that's cool and the another surprising thing about this is that it's from the director and writer of saw but it's not a just gore fest movie yeah it's a blumhouse or whatever oh yeah Yeah. they're low budget like Mm -hmm. like interesting movies which a lot of them that come out have done really well yeah because get out was a blumhouse produced film but yeah it wasn't a couple like it had some moments of like violence and some blood but it was never like oh i want to throw up like this is just gross for the sake of being gross yeah it's like it made sense with the the context acting was meh for most of them like the lead guy uh logan marshall green discount tom hardy tom hardy he's doing really well like as an actor like i was impressed with his performance to be like like the way that critical talked about it in the moist meter was like (laughs) he's doing these fight scenes where Stem is taking over his body and he's confidently like destroying these people. But like the actor himself is doing this, but also like, what are you doing? I don't understand what's happening. He has a lot of concern on his face. But he's also like beating someone's ass. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a a cognitive, a very present cognitive dissonance. Like this needs to happen, but I'm very concerned about it. Actually, do you guys watch, you don't watch Westworld, right? No. no. There was a scene very similar to what you're describing that just took place in the last episode. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. It, it, that seems like it's a really cool thematic element to throw into to shows where it's like mm-hmm. distress but ne- out of necessity. Yeah. It just very looked, very much looked like he was two people at once making decisions independent of each other. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was crazy. But was everyone incredible. else was very meh as an actor. Yeah. The twists and turns of the movie were pretty predictable. There was one mm-hmm. thing that it was like you kind of couldn't guess 
but the story overall was it was whatever it was fine it was just mm-hmm. the shots and the fight scenes and the score i think are the only mm-hmm. the i thought the parts. story was at least creative and different it's not a comic book movie yeah yeah but well, once the, again it's got some depth dialogue was bleh the writing was bleh <laughs> the acting was bleh for the most part it's definitely worth checking out i think yeah check it out just expect a average movie yeah average movie with cool fight scenes and you'll be you'll be okay mm-hmm. with it like it, it'll be that i also did agree with critical's point of like they did a good job world building in such a short amount of time without like over explaining things like they created like a reasonably possible future without spending too much time on those aspects just barely introducing these concepts and they're already somewhat relatable i don't know it was cool yeah i get that like it seems like this world wasn't just thought up and just like oh let's do a cool future thing it's like there was more there to were it than rules that rules and established like guidelines for this world yeah so what would you rate it what would you rate it <laughs> um <laughs> okay so based on like tyler's rating system check out last week's episode last week's episode yes last week's episode where there's this weird six out of ten category of movies that shouldn't be good but somehow are give it like a six maybe five and a half six yeah i'd follow right about there like i wouldn't actively try and watch this movie again but if i saw it on like if we had cable and i saw it on cable like sure i'd throw it on there but i'm not gonna like go and buy it on blu-ray or something like Mm -hmm. it was surprisingly decent movie Mm -hmm. check it out if you have movie pass or something and you're like what can i do tonight Go see this movie. It's fine. And it's short. It's like an hour and a half almost on the dot. So yeah. it's yeah. not a huge time Best thing. Best part of the movie, actually. Yes. They're consistent. Blumhouse seems to be that's like their niche is, is very engaging films that are that are digestible. Yeah. I mean, that's indie films in general because it's true. cheaper mm-hmm. to have a yeah, shorter movie. True. Yeah. Less filming has to take place. So less budget gets wasted on filming. It had like a less than $5 million budget. That's what Critical said. And yeah. in the opening weekend, it made about $5 million. Right now, it's sitting at about $8 million, $7.5 million. So yeah. it made its money back. It's not bad. In the long term, it'll probably word of mouth get really popular. Maybe make yeah. like three or four times the budget, which would be not a bad return for a low-budget film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably what Blumhouse's entire MO is about. Continuing with movies, uh, Incredibles 2 is coming out this weekend, and Brittany and I are going to be seeing it. I don't know about you, Rob, if you're seeing it in theaters. Yeah, the, uh, one of the guys I'm friends with who's on the tech side um interns he's a younger but he really likes incredibles and he has a movie pass so uh, he's down to movie probably every week when are you gonna get a movie pass i don't know i don't know if i will i don't because i don't know if i'll go see a movie every week but we'll see i mean no, there's there's uh there's incredibles 2 there's ant-man a tag is coming out also this weekend so oh that is true we're gonna be seeing that too there's two movies mm-hmm. yeah where do you find the time i got two days off this week oh that's like, where normal people schedule. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i have to know. say going back to working 40 hours a week and actually having to get up <laughs> regular time <laughs> is much more exhausting and the fact that i actually have to think at work now is the worst part exhaust it's ex- it's exhausting like legitimately i feel hungry and more hungry and more tired with mm-hmm. more regularity and it's very yeah. frustrating <laughs> i can't help you're, but laugh you're you're feeling like a human and i hate it yeah i don't want to be a part of this i don't work eight hours a week anymore yeah, yeah incredibles 2 we're excited how much do you guys know how much the first movie made probably not a lot because it wasn't a super popular pixar movie when it came out was it 
Um, I think it I was. I don't remember. I think I think because I think that was when Pixar was slowing down. I think like Monsters Inc. had come out around the same time. Cars also. Cars. Yeah. Cars was coming out after this because I think when mm-hmm. I saw this movie, Cars was one of the previews. Oh wow. I want to say probably like. Do you well, what guess, is budget? Do you want to guess opening weekend and then uh, the budget was ninety two million. Okay. So opening weekend, I want to play, say like sixty five million. Okay. For the opening weekend. Yeah. Fifty million. So opening weekend, it was number one. It's seventy million. Oh, okay. Pretty close. On that. Domestic? Do you want to do domestic or worldwide? How much it made overall? Um. I'm just gonna be making up numbers. It doesn't matter. Uh, I'll do worldwide. I think probably close to like like 400 million i'm not guessing like i have no nothing to base my <laughs> guess off of i don't understand Throw a number out there five dollars well you thought it was a lower pixar like mm-hmm. you thought it wasn't super popular yeah but i don't know numbers there's so, no yeah, so there's, there's no basis behind that just that's the yeah. Feeling. yeah worldwide it did 633 million okay so it was pretty popular i think yeah, yeah, i want to I mean. see like a list of pixar films ranked by grossing i mean that's what i or box, box office mojo is for <laughs> Tell me what it says then. Right now for the, it's number seven. What is the number one Pixar movie you guys think? Toy Story 3. <sighs> Toy Story 3, yeah. That's number two. Fuck. What, Toy Story 2? No. No, it's not Toy Story 2. It's think probably... recent. Finding recent. Dory. Yeah, probably find, Finding Dory. Yeah, say. it's Finding Dory. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the most high and like anticipated okay. sequel. Do you want to guess the number, the top five? Sure. You got Finding Dory as number one, Toy Story number three as number two. What are the next three? I'm just gonna guess three because I, 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 there's so many movies, and are they adjusted for inflation or just raw? no? Just they're gross. Yeah, just okay, what so they were. Gonna be more recent movies then. Probably Cars. Probably Cars. Um, that one movie up, and I'm in no particular order. And what else has come out? There's been another movie. Oh yeah, Star Wars. No, I, I don't know what the fifth one is. <laughs> That's not Pixar. Pixar, man. It's not related. Disney. It's Disney-esque. It's, it's Disney, yeah. Uh... I don't know. Yeah, so I'd say uh, Cars and then uh, Up are in there somewhere. One more. Just one more Pixar movie. Name a Pixar movie. Air- Planes. That, that, didn't, co- that didn't come out. <laughs> that that never didn't came actually out. come out, no. Really? I don't think so. It's That's not funny. listed here. I don't think it's an actual Pixar movie. It's it's not listed here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my guess in this order... Ooh. Is Monsters University? Okay. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Up and then Cars. So the only one in there that you guys got right was Up. And that's Monsters University five. isn't there. That's number six. Damn. So <laughs> okay. I was like, that's recent and a sequel that people wanted. So in order, it's Finding Dory, Toy Story three, Inside Out. Oh, oh I forgot about that is. one. That did not look good. Finding Nemo. Oh, yeah. okay. And then Up. Okay. And then it's and then Monsters University, then Incredibles, and then Monsters Inc., Toy Story Two, and Cars. That's the top ten. Okay. 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 Yeah. That's a respectable so, list. I, I disagree with Inside Out though. It's the only thing is kind of. Eh. But it's recent and it's a kids movie. Yeah, like, and it's Pixar. Based on like I've based heard on gross, so it doesn't matter what I think. I've heard it's mm-hmm. a good movie. I expect Incredibles Two to hit the top five for sure because it's so anticipated and mm-hmm. the first one is still number seven after all this time. Like mm-hmm. it's probably gonna hit top five if not surpass finding dory for pixar yeah well i think it's got that nostalgia factor exactly that's what they're banking on yeah. uh, do, do you guys expect this to be better than the first one or meh it's a kid's uh, movie i'm gonna rewatch think... it so i don't remember how good the first one was i remember it's it entertaining it was i remember it heck. fondly it's very like clever the writing is 
like accessible for kids and adults it's not like spongebob where like it's really meant for adults oh yeah it's like it's accessible for everyone like there's something for everyone in it it's a great movie well jack black was the bad guy right syndrome did he voice syndrome I'm checking right now. Okay, I was like, I don't think so. I don't think so. He was he was too high pitched to be Jack Black, I believe. Jason Lee. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. okay. He's yeah. Earl from My Name Is Earl. So not yeah. Jack Black. Exactly, not, not Jack Black. Black. I don't know if it'll be better, but I think it'll be a solid sequel. Uh, yeah, I think it's worthy of a sequel. And like they waited this long to figure out what they want to do with the second yeah. movie, and I think it's an interesting story, like the role swap. Mm-hmm. And it's geez. a yeah. world that opens the doors for sequels like it's not like they have to really contrive it and and they can make kids show out of the kids becoming superheroes mm-hmm. or just then... more movies just keep it going because i'm pretty sure they're going to introduce more superheroes yeah so it's just opening it up for more and more mm-hmm. and also tie it into other things too because we don't know where it's how it fits into the whole pixar disney landscape in terms of like they like to link some of their movies together with like little yeah. mods and they may be mm-hmm. related to like uh Interesting if they somehow get tied in like the Big Hero Six or something else, like being yeah. somehow related to that. But also, was a very I think underrated movie. That's yeah. not Pixar. I know, but, but as, oh, that's true because that was a Pixar list. Never mind. I keep I, I always think of Pixar and just think Disney because they're on the same length. They're the same thing, but hey, I would Cody, Cody, play your turn. No, look at what I did. Do you not see what I did? What did it not, did it not stick? Oh, oh. there. <laughs> oh, okay. That makes more sense. Okay. <laughs> uh, just for the listeners, I resigned. Why? Because I was losing. Oh, that's funny. That's the first time I've lost a game in I don't know how many episodes. Because you've been playing Tyler every time. I've been playing Rob and Ryan and Carlos. Oh, yeah, that's true. So, good game, Rob. I'm shaking your hand. Yeah, virtual handshake. Did I I only lose one piece? I lost two pieces. pieces. I think you lost like two or three, yeah. I I don't know. My my bishop has gone too. You You just got way too far ahead and like your queen was just wrecking fucking shop and i was like i can't do anything welcome to chess talk <laughs> we're back <laughs> we're playing chess you would be surprised yeah. at the amount of people that listen to the podcast to listen to chess like if you look on our itunes and like people who subscribe to chess talk also subscribe to and it's all chess related podcasts and i'm like i'm so sorry if you listen to this for chess talk we don't talk about chess we do sometimes but it's not the focus yeah it's, it's, it's just the reason we're here we should have a special episode where we just like talk about the history of chess. Yeah, like a, like a, like episode two hundred or something. Do like a thirty minute mm-hmm. like history. Of episode four twenty. Okay, that's, that's <laughs> a long ways away. The Carlos episode. That's like that's like four three years. A long long time. Mm-hmm. Because no. how long take it to get to one hundred fifty episodes? Well, fifty two. We do one every three years. Week. Oh, yeah, so three more years. Yeah, yeah four five five years. No. Anyway, it's a long time away. I was just be... kidding is the point. I want to know what it is. Um, so Incredibles 2, we're excited. Yeah. We're going to see it. Uh, we'll be talk- talking about it on episode 151 because, again, next week is a special episode. No actual discussion, just us playing a game. Uh, also, what happened this week? Kanye, well, last week. Yeah. Kanye he... dropped his EP, and he also dropped another fucking EP like, yeah, with yesterday. Else, right? Really? With Kid Cudi, yeah. He dropped another yeah. EP, so I'm like, God damn it, Kanye. Chill out. Oh my gosh. I don't have time listening to either of them, but I'm, I'm, I'm interested. It's refreshing. I'll okay. just get right into it. Like, it was After Life of Pablo, which was like a 15-song album or something like that, and it just kind of seemed to go on forever. This is yeah. a very short and sweet EP, and it's like, damn, I wish there was more of this. Mm-hmm. Like, the first three tracks alone are 
pretty good. Like the first track, it's just spoken word to build up till the beat drops. And then he starts rapping and it's like, oh, okay. Kanye is not totally lost his mind after the meme song that came out. Lift yourself. Poopity scoop. Scoop diddy whoop. <laughs> Lyrical genius. So uh, if you had to put this album in terms of his other works or eras, what would you say it's closest to if you, if it's possible to do that? Uh, definitely back to like the OG style where it's like he's got his rap songs, he's got his R&B, and like he's singing in some so of the like, songs. Like college, uh, dropout, like that era? I think that. it's less fun. Yeah. Okay. Like it's, it's less upbeat and like trying to make it on the radio it's more serious it's very like in depth of his own like head and where his headspace has been at and what's the title of the first song uh i thought about killing you yeah it's it's just very him in his own head and talking about like how his mental state has been lately Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh it's just it's good and like kid cuddy he has a verse in ghost town and kid cuddy has been open about his depression and why he's not making music as much anymore and so the whole album is pretty like somber i would say yeah the cover of the album when you saw it cody it was just like a mountain but when i pulled it up on spotify it was the mountain with the words i hate being bipolar it's awesome over it to be fair i it probably always had that i just didn't notice it yeah so i think that's the concept album yeah but (laughs) it's good like the track three that's like the fun rap song where the lyrics are just stupid but it's entertaining and it's very energetic mm-hmm. and upbeat yeah i haven't seen much people many people talk about it on the internet except for i'm not listening to it because politics on the kanye subreddit he, the everyone is loving it they're going yeah but insane like over on it. the twitterverse yeah if, who the fuck cares I think it's the, 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 the dichotomy, though. You, the, the Kanye yeah. fanboys and girls that are like, oh my god, he said something, it's amazing. Uh. And then you have the completely opposite direction of the Twitter, like, uh, outrage mob. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He like, said something about racism, or uh, slavery, I hate him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. like, but I try I to separate. Yeah, I don't care about that. I'm just listening to listen to the music and yeah. see, like, where like he is. I see their work. Yeah, and it's nice seeing Kanye back, and it's cool not seeing him like be this crazy over the top persona like he seems very real on this ep mm-hmm. and that's uh in the needle drop his review like he talks about that and it, it's refreshing to see him not be like this character mm-hmm. on an album and just see him talking like on life of Pablo fame famous that song mm-hmm. or just him talking about taylor swift and she's famous because of him and oh, Jesus. <laughs> that's <laughs> she, interesting this time yes, he's just like hey i'm sad yeah <laughs> let's talk about it yeah i think it's kind of funny that he's been working on the album for a long time and that's just a very topical thing that's been going on now yeah. like depression and everything else given that like we've had two celebrities kill themselves like in the last week oh, yeah rip. i would definitely check it out especially you rub because it's yeah. seven songs but it's only 20 minutes like 22 yeah. minutes i think 20, so it's uh, 25 30, oh no sorry the other one's 25 minutes but yeah they're, they're yeah. both very short yeah super short like definitely check it out i'd probably give it a seven probably seven okay. out of ten i need to listen to it more before i rate it but it's good yeah uh, i want to get tyler's opinion on it because i'm sure he's a bigger hip-hop fan oh, yeah. in general so he has more like history and like better things to compare to but i'd say mm-hmm. six and a half seven that's where i'd stick it out right now check it out listen Sounds to good, the yeah. chess it out tanthony fortellino review that'll be in the link dump where he he gives it a eight like a strong eight which is pretty rare for him 
Mm-hmm. So that was surprising. I don't trust music reviews. Side note, on the May 30th when he launched the album, he flew out reporters, musicians, political commentators, commenters, and more to his, his uh, ranch in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, to hold a listening party. Oh, that's cool. I'm like, that's, he was proud that's, of it. That's crazy. Yeah, he, he was feeling, I guess, doing it there from for two years. Interesting. He's an interesting character. He is. I wonder if he might be like minorly like autistic or something. Because he's, I mean, he might I, be I, bipolar. That might be I, what the album cover means. So he's bipolar. Yeah. Well, they're, and they're not mutually mutually exclusive. I just yeah. thinking of of the outbursts he's had on TV and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But probably leaning more towards the bipolar side. But yeah, he's mm-hmm. just a very definitely that. Yeah, he's definitely a very quirky personality type right now. So I wonder if he he that this is more like his. Yeah, I think it's maybe this is more of him like kind of accepting that's what he is and like trying to bring awareness to it, but, but like and, in a very quiet way. But also he's getting so much press and he has albums coming out like he's he's a smart person he knows like if i make crazy statements people are going to talk about me and oh also hey look i have two eps that are out go listen and buy them Mm -hmm. he knows this industry he knows what he's doing so i'll do it you guys have anything else shorter episode this week to prepare you guys for next week's long episode rob what's the craziest thing that happened to you so far in seattle story time probably nothing i just want to ask Um, i'm trying to i'm trying to think Oh, actually, it happened yesterday. Uh, I ran into Cliff Burrows, the executive, the chief uh, uh, operations yeah. officer of how, how retail. Do you feel, how do you feel about this answer, Brittany? How crazy is Let him story? talk. So the, nothing really wild has happened. So I'm like, our key's not being ready like for two hours. But uh, So I ran into <laughs> C- Cliff Burrows in the elevator on Friday morning uh, heading up to... Uh, uh, his floor. I really I, just wanted to know what Rob's idea of wild was. I, mean, I the, knew what it was going to be. That's why I was like, it. it it's. I'm just... trying to do new content. I also <laughs> went to a Pride Alliance thing uh, and watched coffee get roasted and That's bought cool. a Pride two Pride Alliance shirts, which I don't know where they're at now. So you lost got, them. I've gotten so much free coffee. <laughs> like I think I've gotten one. I've got almost four pounds of free coffee this week. Nice. And a French press. Nice. I'm sure we'll be getting some from you. Uh, you'll yeah. get a you'll get a bean each. A bean each. A bean each. Stop dabbing. It's not Dab, funny anymore. Dabbing haters. It's only dab funny when Dave's here. Don't ever stop being you. <laughs> Shut up. Bro. You can't stop the dab on the inside, Brittany. <laughs> I'm gonna you. dab on your anti dab. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> yeah, it's nothing crazy, I guess. Dab at my funeral. Anything else you guys want to <laughs> say, or you get you get to wrap up on the on the dab note? I guess I don't fucking. Give a sure. Shit. Who is God this? Damn. So yeah, next week special episode, and then the week after, probably gonna touch on the movie Tag, The Incredibles two, probably the Dance Given Dance album. Yeah. Because that just came out uh, yesterday, but that's not enough time to really digest it and get an. So it's like fifteen songs. Yeah, it's like a hour long album, so we we gotta we gotta think about it. It's like a hundred hours to watch. It's so much. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we'll we'll be in touch podcast listeners thanks for checking out thanks for being back on rob thanks for the remote oh, yeah I love, being, I love being on when i can i will see you cats next week yeah you will go to yeah. our website chesstalk.podbean.com go to our itunes chess talk podcast give us a review give us a rating uh check out our twitter chess underscore talk there's dogs there's tweets there's stuff uh that's all i gotta say send me dog pictures send her dog pictures <laughs>